This is How Was Your Weekend with Wendy and Brian. Go to facebook.com slash weekendpodcast for updates or go to briankilby.com. Hey, Wendy, how was your weekend? Good, Brian. How was yours? I honestly, I don't know. No, (laughs) okay. I'm going to be honest. My weekend sucked. My weekend sucked for a while. Have, uh, you know, we adopted the kids. The oldest one is having some behavioral issues that pop up around the age that she just turned. Yeah. And they could last for the rest of her life. But fortunately, she's only living with us for the next nine years. Yeah. She's off the school. <laughs> but it's basically right now ruining every single weekend. Yep. That's tough. I yep. don't know how you guys do it, but those are the things, right? You you do the good stuff and he you get you get uh kids that need help and mustered through but i know i i did when we before we started recording i said i think i feel like you've had a rough week and you're pretty tired buddy <laughs> yeah i haven't had enough caffeine today too oh, and oh still, god and i went to the doctor today and i'm uh he, he gave me a prescription because i don't know if it's long hauler but i'm i got rid of got rid of got over covid like two months ago to the day okay but i've had um per- persistent symptoms that have uh, continued on fatigue and everything right now there's um quite a bit of joint pain so he actually gave me a prescription he's like actually you know uh we've started prescribing people steroids I'm like awesome wait it's not the kind of steroids <laughs> i want it's, it's like prednisone god, god help, help us if you get the other one <laughs> yeah but uh so uh i've got the prescription dropped off i'll get it in the morning hopefully that'll help so uh, you know that's that's a good thing. Uh, they sort yeah. of they they they're kind of figuring out ways to 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 correct this crap. Yeah, yeah, because I think it's just more and more comes out of it, and the longer people are on the other side of it that have actually had it, they're all these different side effects from having it. And yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. This is crazy. Well, I know we were going to kind of talk about the vid as part of the topic today but i first i need to just this shirt that you have on macho man randy travis yeah macho man randy travis so <laughs> and um, he's got like the fringe leather like like the wrestler you know. macho man randy savage yeah <laughs> oh, what's the shirt say yeah um so t public is a uh, t-shirt purveyor where people can upload their own designs and Oh, okay. Get a small commission. Uh, like my podcast. Well, one of my podcasts has a store on TeePublic. But a lot of okay. stuff is just, you know, artists doing designs. It's not even swag or merch yeah. for like a brand. And this one popped up in an ad <laughs> and I had to have it. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, I'm like, heck yeah. So I got this. At the same time, I got this. I got um, the Hee Haw Mule. Like his uh-huh. headshot. Yeah. And a Tiger King shirt. <laughs> of course you got the Tiger King. I still haven't watched Tiger King. So here's I the thing. <laughs> I know a lot of folks that like I don't watch things. Like I hardly ever watch yeah. anything. Yeah. Um, it's just not it's just not something that usually appeals to me. I'm watching WandaVision on Disney Plus right now. Because it ties into the Marvel is. Universe stuff. And I, it, oh, I, gotcha. I love the concept of it. Basically they're exploring old sitcom tropes you know from a sci-fi perspective and it's it's comic book perspective and it's 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 really interesting but um but yeah i don't watch a lot of anything so but uh Mm -hmm. kim showed me like the first five minutes of tiger king and i was hooked i know my like my sister-in-law's awake wendy seriously like you because where i went to school oklahoma state is not far from that dude's place and then um, and I remember signs like on the highway and then other people are like, Wendy, I'm like, okay, well, when I'm ready to be hooked back into binging TV, I'll watch it. But yeah, I haven't, I haven't watched that one yet, but I will, I will. You always have the best t-shirts though. So I just, I had to call out and you know, when I think of Randy Travis, okay. So when you think of Randy Travis, what's the first song that comes to mind? Uh, I guess Forever and Every Amen, I guess, would be the song. 
that I yes, can cover. I think most I think most people would say that, but mine, I don't know why, because I, you know, he has that really deep voice. I always think of digging up bones. Yeah, that's a good one too. <laughs> when I but when I think of Randy Travis, the first thing I think of is his mugshot. Oh God. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. It's pretty rough looking, but he's he he's a North Carolinian, right? I think so. He is. Yeah, I think so. Mm -hmm. He's one of the Carolinas. I think it's North Carolina, though, before you get you cross over like on your way to to Myrtle Beach or something. I remember seeing this. Okay, so it's like the the state. Yeah, Uh, it's kind of out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, it's uh, let's see. He was born in Marshville, Marshville, North Carolina. Oh, 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 no, no, Marshville is, like, uh, not where I thought at all. I was thinking that it was, like, in the eastern part of the state. It's, it's in Union County. It's, so like, it's almost, south. it's almost due south from where I'm at. Almost. Okay, I was going to say, I know we passed through it when we head to the beach. Yeah. That's all I remembered. Yeah, it's, uh, it's probably near Fort Hill. Okay. Maybe. Just on the edge or something. Yeah. Yeah, I knew, I thought he was from North Carolina. Yeah. But Tiger King is one of the fir- uh, one of the first um, bright spots that popped up uh, in the post COVID lockdown world, <laughs> and it really did. It really did. Um, oh help. God, yeah, that's all people talked about. Yeah. All they talked about. So, is that one of the things that you? Uh, so we were gonna we were like, what are we gonna talk about? Well, not that we want to talk about COVID no, all the no, time, no, no. but we have, there was we have an interesting to. spin on it. Yeah, but it was an interesting spin on it. You were like, hey. Like, what do we hope continues? Stays, yeah, stays, continues, and yeah. maybe what doesn't, right? Yeah, so, um, you know, like, we came back uh, with a, an episode a couple of weeks ago, and we specifically didn't want to talk about COVID because, <laughs> you know. It, but, um, I honestly, I was having a conversation with a friend a couple of days ago, and there are things that COVID ha- ha- has shown us, you know, can, can work that mm-hmm. um, I think we just need to do. Like, uh, I mean... For I'll enumerate like the things that I want to talk about, but yep. Um, but like just it's COVID has uh completely shaken to the very core foundation of you know our life. Um, you know, some people are really like I know people that are basically shut ins or hermits and they're like, I haven't really done much for me, but for the most part, you know, we're stuck at home or we are home much more, we travel less, lots of us work from home. Um, and the economy has businesses have had to uh, alter the way that they uh, operate. Um, you know, kids have had to change their expectations about what social life is. Graduations mm-hmm. were canceled, just all sorts of things. But there's certain things that aren't that bad. Um, yeah. Like, I, have, I mean, so as far as that goes, is there anything that's changed that you actually like that you, you know, want to want to stick around? So, I don't know. It's like yes and no. So, I, I probably haven't pondered this as deeply as I should have. But to me, the the big things, right? This seems really simple. But it until, like, I knew this way before COVID. But it just tightens it. Just the fact that people might be a little bit more respectful and thoughtful about their personal hygiene around other people. <laughs> like, I hope that's. Days. Like, if you really think about it, right? Hand sanitizer, like you, you, okay, let's talk about, like, I think about hand sanitizer. And I remember before, way before when we worked together, right? That was, you had that stuff like all the time. Yeah. Right. And so it. it was like, it was like, that was your thing. And you always had it. And it was like, okay, Kilbs is good. He's, you know, always safe with that stuff. You're, we're always touching different stuff in the office They're around a lot of people, whatever. But now, like, but even before that, or even just the whole hand sanitizer little travel things became a thing, um, you know, some people just, they're just disgusting. And they really just don't think about their, their cleanliness or hygiene and, and just how that not only impacts them first and foremost, but the people around them. So I just, I think people's self-awareness and thoughtfulness around their hygiene and how that not only impacts them, but others, I hope there's still that heightened awareness. So there, yes, yeah, I agree with that. But also at the same time, um, like this whole work at home life that a lot of us have been doing, being stuck at home has, altered, has altered the way that a lot of us think about, you know, 
Hygiene. presenting ourselves. Like, yeah. I don't like that. I will tell you, like, I love being comfortable. Don't get me wrong. But like people just wanting to sit around in leggings and a sweatshirt all day, like, forgive me. But I'm like, that just means like you're we're kind of losing a sense of presenting ourselves, I think, in a little bit. Well, yeah. But prior to COVID, I would shower at least once a day. Sometimes I would shower twice. I just like taking a shower. Uh, yeah. You know, in, in the new house, I wanted to have a big tub. I haven't had a big, I've never had a big tub. So yeah. I can just soak in that. And it's wonderful. But, you know, there are times that I would say, did I take a shower today? No. Did I take one yesterday? <laughs> I think so. But, Wendy, just in all, in all candor, yeah. Um, yeah. since I got COVID, yeah. my, I just, my, one thing that has, hasn't come back really is my sense of smell. Oh, yeah. If I, don't, if I forget to take a shower for like three <laughs> days in a row, I don't know. <laughs> Like I just I and Kim's and Kim's not saying well, Kim, Kim's busy working. Kim's busy working. I'm usually downstairs, and I'll have to sit and think. When did I take a shower last? <laughs> so that's something that I don't think should stick around for anybody. I think they need to make sure they get up and shower. <laughs> but like, no, seriously, like not having a sense of smell. And yeah. It, oh no, it's, I get it. It's 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 like I forget. Like if the cat could like miss the litter box and unless i specifically yeah. look i don't know or yeah. you know we have a new puppy if he poops i have no idea unless i see it um so like my sense of smell it's it's like basically everything it comes and goes uh, yeah. but when it's gone the baby can need a new diaper and unless i just specifically check i have no idea but before that you that was not an issue you could smell i could smell yeah uh yeah. but like it was still getting like did i think a shower today no, yeah, from, just because one? the motivation. Do I like, need I, one? No. Like there's, there's like a sense of, yeah. I, I hope that's just hard. I think when you have a purpose to go somewhere, you have to get up and see people. You have to engage with people. Like it just drives you to want to present yourself. Like I have to say, you know, there's a certain. It's a generational thing, a little bit even pre-COVID, because I think about my mom's generation and. And even my generation has gotten not to that point, but my mom's generation, generations before you never left the house without lipstick on and your hair done and looking presentable. Even if you were going into town for five seconds, like my mom still, whether she's going somewhere or not, unless she's just, she is put together every single day, right? I, it's I, just a I, point I, of pride and presenting yourself in a way that makes you feel good. And that, yeah. Uh, just outside of a boomer. So I think the, she's so 19, the, 1948. Um, I think that I, I think that's a boomer. just post boomer, right? Yeah, uh, uh, like before that would be like the the forgotten generation or whatever it is. Oh, but, my dad was a my dad wasn't a boomer. He was right before boomer because it's like forty five on is boomer, I think, and then thereabouts. Yeah, so and dad was forty three. My dad was born in thirty. Okay, and Kim's grandpa was born around the same time. So my dad died at seventy. Uh, Kim's mm -hmm. grandpa died around 80. Mm -hmm. uh, but for whatever reason, I don't know if it's generational or just the age they hit, there came yeah. a point to, I don't know, dad is probably around 68. I have no idea when Kim's grandpa was. They just stopped bathing. Oh. They would literally, dad would literally not bathe for a month. Oh. He, would have, he would put Brill cream in his hair if he was going to go out, but the man didn't take a bath. It, Kim's grandpa did the same thing. It's disgusting. No, that I can't do that. Like, I... A shower just makes me feel good. Like even there'll be days where if I've had just a long day, I maybe didn't go outside and sweat my butt off and work or whatever, but I just get home from work and I'm like wound up or I'm tired or I just can't relax or I just need to get my mind to shut off. I, like showers are the thing. I'm like, just a hot shower fixes everything all the time. Usually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that, I think that's one thing. I think hygiene, like just, the, and, but I get it, right? I think you think about that. So it's a good point, right? You, I say that, but then when people are stuck in their house and everything else, you can literally see. I'm like, people are in hoodies and probably pajama pants and yeah, people have been doing that forever. And, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, but I'm like, <laughs> and when you're old and stuck at home, I guess that's part of it too. I guess that's part of what my dad was doing and Kim's grandpa. Uh, mm -hmm. they were just stuck at home because they were old and they didn't go out and they just didn't want to expend any energy that they didn't need to. That they didn't have to. I would say the other thing, um, 
Now you kind of brought this one up. I know you like masks. I, I will wear a mask for the rest of my life. Out in public. <laughs> so I, I am a mask person because of its purpose and the, what it, what it prevents. And I like, I'm like, wear your damn mask. Right. I don't want to wear one for the rest of my life. Kilbs. Sorry. Really don't. I don't. I so- don't. I'm a jerk about it too. So I was at Walmart a couple of days ago getting groceries. I feel like it's kind of like a superhero feeling for you is why you like it. No, I mean. <laughs> no, it's, 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 it, it, oh God, I'm going to sound like a jerk, but I'm going to do it. It, it, the mask shows that I'm smart. And if you're not wearing a mask, it shows that you're stupid. And, you know, people who don't wear masks think it's the other way around, but it's not. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, you're a sheep. Oh, I'm a sheep. Am I? And, you know, it's like you're the one who has all these crazy conspiratorial ideas that you learned off YouTube. So <laughs> yeah, I mean it's the it's the sheep's the sheep skins on the other foot. Um, yeah, because at the office, like I have to wear one. Like I go into an office still, which I'm grateful for, and it's limited, right? There's like still nobody there. It's like a library, but there's a small percentage of us that go in, and I go in because we um, because I was just starting the company and they weren't sure how to virtually onboard things well. And it, it wasn't fun and it didn't go well. And I'm sure others have had better experiences, but any of my friends who've started new companies during this time, onboarding to a new organization has not been good. It's oh, not no. been easy. No, no, no. It's not been fun, but thankfully my company was like, come in, but there was restrictions, right? You had to wear masks. There was only a certain amount of people. And as things got better, they were like, well, we're going to open it up for more people to come back to the office. But if you don't feel like it, you don't have to. So, of course, most people didn't come back. But they're like, when you do come back, you have to wear a mask all the time, like at your desk. And then it lightened up a little bit more. Things were better in the you know, late summer, early fall. And you could sit at your desk like we have cubes. As long as you were at your desk and nobody was near you, you could not have to wear your mask but when you got up to go to the printer or the restroom to a meeting if you're in a meeting room like you have your mask on well then when it got worse again they're like okay masks all the time so i'm in a mask all day unless i'm in a meeting room by myself and then they have all the cleaning stuff and all of that um but yeah from <laughs> from that perspective i'm like you do it it doesn't matter suck it up like be a be the person who doesn't spread the stuff but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm grateful that one day we won't have to wear them. I love it. It's it, you know just currently during this, it's a self-selecting "I'm a moron" sign, and it lets me know who to avoid. But uh, just long, it, actually, I'll, I'll uh, I was at Walmart a couple of days ago, mm-hmm. and most everybody wears a mask, and it's yep. great. Husband, a man and the man and the woman, ostensibly married, walked in to the store ahead of me, not uh-huh. wearing a mask. Grab my shopping cart, throw a head on me. The guy realized he needed the cart and he turned around. So all of a sudden, like, I'm a jerk about it. So all of a sudden, I made it very apparent that I wanted to have nothing to do with him. I wanted to keep social distancing, which is another thing I want to keep going. But I social distance, like we were both the same pole of a magnet repelling each other. Like he would move and I would literally move like the exact opposite direction around him, like something from the Matrix. Like the Saturn ring. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I just made it very obvious that. I found his lack of a mask off-putting in that, you know, he was uh, not welcomed in my space. And I love doing that. I don't mind being a jerk at all if I need to be. So, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. But but long-term, you know, uh, they do help protect people from the spread of disease, certain diseases, maybe not everything. Yeah. You know, I since getting these kids, um, I got the kids after I worked for you. But mm-hmm. the one thing that I found is that in the past, I always, people listening to this, I'm sorry, people <laughs> listening to this may be uh, the subject of this, but I had always judged people who are out a lot with their kids because I'm like, it can't be that big of a deal. By God, it's the worst thing ever. <laughs> I take That's back every air- parent eats their words, no matter who they are, how good their kids even end up being. They yes. all eat their words because we've all done it. <laughs> I take back every single bad negative thought that I had about a parent who uh, was either Didn't late to a meeting, <laughs> out, out for a day because their kid did something stupid. You know, I take back every single, you know, bad thought. And, yeah. um, I, like, I, you know, like getting the kids, I got super, like it, the house became a germ factory and I've been perpetually sick almost. Yeah, uh, the entire time. Petri dish. Yeah. I always say that daycare and kids are like petri dishes. 
Yeah. So if I can, whatever I can do to, uh, you know, offset that and uh, potentially uh, <laughs> be more healthful, I'm mm-hmm. going to do it. So I'm yep. all about masks. And yep. so people and the people who don't like them, who don't like seeing me wear them, good. It pisses if it pisses them off, it makes me feel better. <laughs> I here's the the thing I will say. Like I said, I think it's a just from a human perspective, it's a it's a sign of respect, whether you yeah, like it or not. Absolutely. Be respectful. Second of all, I agree. Like it, in the times that we're in and everything else, like just be smart, keep yourself safe, do the right thing. But. You know me. I'm a weirdo. I'm not a fashion plate or any of that. I'm not all into that stuff, but I like to coordinate things. And I find my youngest niece, she likes to coordinate her mask with her outfits. But there's some pretty cool, fancy, like, masks out there. I have a friend gave me a fancy one for Christmas. I'm like, you know, from a from an accessorizing perspective, this has been kind of a cool little addition to the, to the getting ready and putting yourself together. <laughs> it's like paper dolls, you know. Yeah, something else I really um, want to keep is um, social distancing. I am by no means a Marxist, but Marx's theory of alienation has always resonated with me, specifically the uh, alienation of uh, man from his fellow man. If I can do anything to perpetuate that, I will absolutely do it. I just <laughs> if, if I can keep from having to interact with somebody, all the better. <laughs> When I say socially distancing, I mean at least keeping six to 12 feet uh, between me and other people. Like my friends, you know, I want to hang out with them. It'll be wonderful yeah. when we can hang out together yeah. with masks or not, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, like in a public place. But if I'm out in public and I'm yeah. around people I don't know, I want to keep six to 15 feet away from anybody yeah. at any given time if I can. Help You've it. already, like, I knew that was going to be one of yours because <laughs> it's not even. I have friends who are introverts who are like thriving in this time. Like they're in oh, their yeah. little house and their safe bubble and they're like living life the best they've ever lived it. Um, and I immediately thought about you when it was like, I was like, this is like, there's that shirt that came out and I immediately thought of you, which was like, I was social distancing before it was cool. Oh, yeah. I immediately thought of you because Brian is not a hugger he doesn't want people in his space like it just i'm kind of a hugger, you've become a hugger. One. like you've become one but when you first started working for me it was like Ugh. but I I, you've somebody. always had this nice little orb there's always been this unknown little orb that you you have to build yourself into yeah. to kill this orb <laughs> yeah i mean no like uh, which is not a bad thing if, if i if i if I, you know, like and love somebody, you know, if somebody's my yep. friend, you know, yep. um, like if somebody's in the circle, you know, I'm a hugger, yeah. like, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, yeah. but like if, if you're not stay the heck away from me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think there's, I could be, I, I could get on board with that, um, as well. I think it's just certain, yeah, just read. And I think it's more about reading people's comfort level with your closeness more than anything. Cause there are some people, you know, they're just all up in your stuff and grill and you don't even know them. And it's like that kind of stuff too. it to get maybe just hopefully the heightened awareness of giving people their space stays. Yeah. And I'm all, I'm all about the social distancing. I think it's wonderful. I miss my friends. I miss yeah. seeing my family. I've not, I've not been around. Well, one of my brothers helped me move. Uh, but for the most part, I have not seen my siblings in over a year. Mm-hmm. Um, I've only like been around friends a couple, like my friends, uh, Chris and Ricky. Met Ricky once at the mm-hmm. office. Mm-hmm. I've not seen them. I've not been around them in a year. Um, yeah, Dusty, I saw a couple weeks ago, but I've only been around Dusty once or twice. Um, yeah, I mean, for the most part, um, I don't see anybody except for uh, the family in the house and. Not really, you know, I, I do miss, I do miss seeing my friends. So, but. And I, I think that's the other thing. I think I've looked at the, like this, right. We were doing this before COVID mm-hmm. because I wasn't there to record so we could talk through the camera and that's always existed before all of this. So I think that I definitely want people to keep leveraging the technology that's become so normal during this time, but not re- have it replace them seeing their friends and making those like live connections. So what I mean by that is right. There's always an easy excuse just to pick up the phone and have a conversation. And that's enough sometimes. And that's plenty, but once in a while, especially like your older relatives or younger 
um, nieces, nephews, whatever it is, like really leverage that. So you have a, a visual connection with somebody more than just through the phone, like maybe you did before, but I don't, I want that part to become part more normal of people's regular, like keeping in touch um, longer term, but I don't want it to replace actually making the effort to go physically see and be present with somebody, if that makes sense. Cause I don't think it's the same. I don't think it's same is the same at all. That makes sense. Total sense. And I miss being able to offload my kids onto my in-laws. <laughs> yeah. I, and I, I mean, honestly, you think about that, right? That's the other part. Like I just to build on that point a little bit is, you know, I watch my mom is, a social active person she stayed and she's she's you know doing book club online and she's following the rules and everything and she's kept as social as she can and that's good for her but it's hard for her you know not to just go see her family in Nebraska and her her siblings are getting a lot older and you know that sucked we wanted to go at Thanksgiving and see her older sister and see my godmother and her sister who are in my 106 year old great aunt who are in you know, assisted living and all that kind of stuff. And you, they will, she'll go down there and she'll be outside the window or whatever. But that has been the hard part for me to watch. And I understand that's a kind of a catch 22. What do you do? But I think that's the part that's broke my heart. This whole thing is there's such an, there's an aging population out there that are in facilities or they're not or whatever it is. And their families cannot be with them. And watching how that emotionally and mentally has deteriorated a lot of people, that sucks. That breaks my heart. It, it really, really does. And I think that's, you know, that's part that I'm like, I want this to go as quick as possible. So all those people can get back a sense of belonging oh, and yeah. a sense of family and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, so Kim's um, grandmother is in her mid-80s and she's basically become a hermit because of this. Yeah. She gets her second uh, dose of the vaccine um, this coming Sunday, but at the same time, you know, and everybody else doesn't have the vaccine, so she, you mm -hmm. know, they're not really going to get out and, you know, socialize. But you know, I don't want her living out her last years, you know, in isolation. Kim's yeah. mom died this past summer, yeah, and um, the hospice situation was uh, really sad because um, the whole family couldn't be around her. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, the hospice house broke the rules to allow, you know, like three people with her mm -hmm. um, at that time. And, uh, I mean, it was just really sad that, she, you know, more people couldn't couldn't be there with her in the, in the last moments. And I think yeah. to all the people that, you know, have died, you know, mm -hmm. alone, it's just heartbreaking. So, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's rough. So that I think, I think honestly, it's just that people, the, I guess the thing I hope that stays is that no matter how people find a way to be more connected in how they, they're in touch with people, be there physically as much as you can, but also once in a while, instead of just being on the phone or texting, like do FaceTime or get a quick Google meetup or whatever it is and actually see a person, right? Cause there's, a, there's been friends that I've, connected with who they're social animals and they've had a complete flip and i've also seen other friends where it's like this is really starting to wear on them right and it's like oh that's not good like they <laughs> something needs to happen so they can get out and about and um, just get their personality and the things that fill their cup or they just can't do so it's just it's everybody has to kind of adapt but for others it's harder than than others to to fill up that get that fill up from these kinds of you know engagements so um trying to think of what else so i do think quite frankly one thing that i hope sticks is that because people were forced to be in their homes so much and they couldn't actually go outside to go places i mean not that you couldn't but you know what yeah. i mean it was limited or they're ability to feel safe to do that i really do think a lot more people are intentionally thinking about going outside like you know it was just a privilege and it was there and nobody you know 
before um, because I had to run errands or I was going to go to somebody's birthday party or I was going to go on a hike or I was because it was just readily available and was no big deal. But if, if somebody didn't tell me to go do that, I was just going to sit in my house. Now it's like, people are like, I got to get out of my house. So I hope the amount that it's gotten people outside and whether it's just being active or just being outside and appreciating outside, I hope that sticks for a lot of people and they don't revert back to, well, I just go outside when I have to, not because I want to. And it's a nice break, you know, because there's a lot of people that will just sit in their house. Yeah, it's me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the the girls get you out regardless. (laughs) Yeah. So for me, one thing that I'm really excited about continuing is drive throughs and not eating in a restaurant. Mm. I do not miss eating in restaurants really at all. Except yeah. for except for like as a social gathering, yeah, but like yep. the, like the mechanical act of sitting down in somewhere that's not my house and eating. Yeah, um, the only benefit to um, eating in a restaurant is the food is is fresh, hopefully. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> yes. Good caveat. <laughs> but but um, like Kim hates hates not being able to eat in a restaurant. I'm like I don't care. Yeah. And since moving, I found there's like four or five restaurants around me that are yep. really, really good. Yeah. And like where I live, it's so small that even the most distant restaurant in town is still like yeah. seven minutes from my house. <laughs> it's amazing. Like I miss, you know, I miss having like all these delivery services and everything. I went from like yeah. 150 to like 50, you know, yeah. before I moved back in 2016, I had zero like Domino's, that's Pizza what, Hut, nobody would deliver to my me. house. Yeah. I have zero. I have literally, now where I live, I literally have, I, I'm pretty sure, I may, maybe there's one and I just haven't found it, but I have zero, like n- no DoorDash, no nothing. Now, if the town where I work, they have it, you know, they have Domino's, they have some pizza places, but they don't have, they still don't have, they don't have Uber they don't have Uber Eats. They don't have any of that stuff, right? I think if you can DoorDash something, somebody was joking. They're like, if you can DoorDash something in Pella, America, it is <laughs> fast food. And it's like, well, then just get in your damn car and go yeah. do it. Like, you know, <laughs> at that point, that's just being super lazy unless you're sick or something. But I'm like, I have none of that. You know what? It's okay. Because yeah. now I eat better. <laughs> like, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to be the, um, I don't want to be the stereotypical fat guy, but, uh, my like my favorite food is has always been and it's it, again it was a social thing but i love going to chinese buffets i love like a good one like a lot of them are yeah. horrible but like if if there's a good one like yeah. i just love doing it it's just it's fun to do it's fun to go with people um and i kind of miss that but i there hasn't really been a good one anywhere near me in years so like covid didn't really stop me from going to them though yeah. the one that was in mooresville did close uh, oh yeah are you talking about the golden walk or whatever that was over by walmart oh well so so golden walk was the place in wilkes and oh, okay. golden walk is awesome back so i don't want to <laughs> say it's still open yeah it's still open so it's the <laughs> only one that's open in that area uh like uh in my teens i was afraid to go there because <laughs> you know a backwards redneck in a backwards redneck town you know, there's all these stereotypical jokes that people make about what they serve. And I was an idiot and I didn't know any better than to believe it because I was an idiot. Cat. Did yeah. they say cat? Yeah. Mm. So, uh, but like, as, like as an adult, I went there. It was so much better than any other place in town. I actually haven't found a Chinese place that I like even close to that, you know, since, you know, mm-hmm. in it, anywhere near here. So yeah. whenever I'm back home, I will absolutely go there because I think it's great. But uh, the place over... Uh, in Mooresville was was a place called Hong May Buffet, and it was okay. Was that the one by Walmart? Yeah, like on the way. Yeah. Okay, Hong yeah. May. Then we are thinking about the same one. Yeah, right by the ta- Taco Bell, and then on the way to Walmart. Yeah, that's like the third Chinese place that's been there since I've lived here. It was something else. Then it was and that got <laughs> closed down. I think by the health department. Then it was a place called New York Hibachi. Then it, uh, I think that broke off from New York Hibachi because and because there's another one somewhere else. And became a uh, Hong Mei. It was okay. Uh, but they had like one specific dish that I can't replicate or find anywhere else, which is a um, uh, peanut chicken that they do that okay. they had that was really good. 
not not healthy at all. It's all fat, but it was still really good. There's but, rarely any Chinese that is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's none. But uh, but uh, so I, I I do kind of I do miss that. But yeah. uh, as far as the restaurant restaurant experience goes, I can totally live without it. Not a big deal. Nice. I I'm trying to think. I'm you know I think the other thing is for me, it's hard for me to because I I was in, when I was in Nashville, I had to work from home. Mm-hmm. And it was okay, and I was managing. Um, and it, so that was March until June. And it was it was great some weeks, and it stunk the other weeks. But I would say, for me, I like working from home at times, but I don't know that I want to do it every single day. And the problem is not because I can't be productive. The thing is, if I'm in my house, and I think this is just a product of how I've found my home and my house in my life is I want to do the things I need to do at my house. Yeah. I don't want to be sitting here working, even though on weekends I'm working, but at least I know when I want to quit, I can go do laundry or I can go outside and mess. And when I'm at my house, I want to be able to do my house things. I don't want to have to just sit at a computer all day. So I I like having the option. So I don't want to say I don't ever want to be able to work from home. Um, and I probably could do it if it was my, you know, like I had to in Nashville, but, um, I think it's an interesting thing and I don't know what the right answer is. I think where it can be an option so people can find balance in their lives. It's great and it should stick. But I also do think now that, and I don't, I think everybody probably has a different view of course, but for me too, and I'm part of it's probably cause I'm just starting in a new company and it's not as easy, but I don't think the collaboration it's not. is as good. And, and it's, we're not as efficient and we're not as productive at solving problems quickly. Agree. Virtually. So this is where I'm going to sound like a hypocrite because um, I hate working from home and um, I like being in an office, but that's because when I'm engaged, oh, I'm going to say People, some people are going to hear this and poo-poo it, but the people who listen to this podcast, I think, know. Like, yeah. um, I take a lot of pride, usually, in, mm-hmm. in my work and in my career. Um, yep. When And I honestly, I don't think that the people, I don't think you have to like the people that you work with. I think you have to respect them, but I've been fortunate enough to really like and love most of the people that I've worked with. And most yep. of the people that, uh, you know, I've worked with, I mean, I, feel that you know not everybody becomes a close friend not everybody should become a close friend because it's dysfunctional yeah but um i you know made some of my closest friends at work i met my wife at work um yeah i've been fortunate enough to work with my friends on projects and to me work is work but it's also the social part of my life that i kind of enjoy it's my (laughs) safe space and i've been working since before covid i left yeah, a prior company to work from home specifically because of the kids, and I discovered I hate it. Yeah. Uh, there's no boundary between working hours and non-working hours. Yeah, so I work easily creeps into my regular life, and my yep. regular life easily creeps into work. And yeah. it's it's not that it's hard to manage, but it's uh, there's just no boundaries. Yeah, and I don't care for that now as a supplement to my regular uh office time you know i don't mind working from home and actually sometimes again if i draw satisfaction from my job i draw satisfaction from you know working at home sometimes yep but if i don't draw satisfaction from my job working at home is hell even worse yeah yeah and i think i i mean even on that note like um I also found since I've moved out to my new house, so I haven't had a long commute to work in years, right? When I was in North Carolina, I was 10, 15 minutes from the office, not very far at all. Then when I went to Nashville, same thing. Like, even though I work for two companies there, both were less than 30 minutes, like less than 20 minutes to the office. And then when I first moved to Iowa, I was literally, I could walk two blocks to work. And I just not having that commute time. So now I'm about 20, depending on the weather and everything else, I'm about 20, 25 minutes from the office. But the type of drive that I have, it's not like just a straight shot or a highway or anything. I mean, I'm on curvy country roads and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I, the amount of time that I have now 
allows me to shut off my brain where when I was living so close to work, I literally would work so late because I'm like, Oh, I, it's 15 minutes and I'll be home. Yeah. Or I would be like, well, I'm just going to, I'm going to head home and grab something or run a quick errand. And then I would just jump back on because my brain hadn't had enough time to listen to a radio show or music or just look at the scenery going by, or my brain hadn't have enough time to just like kind of shut down, kind of get something else feeding it to say, you need to just be done for a little bit. And I've noticed this since I moved out here, I have a commute in the morning and I have a commute in the evening that's just long enough that I try to call somebody that I haven't talked to in a while on the way home on the drive just to fill that time and try to trick my brain to be like shut off work or I can listen to a podcast or I can rock out or I could just turn off the radio and be driving and looking at the fields. And that has helped set boundaries a little bit more. Not that I still don't come home and work once in a while, but I'm not as apt to just jump back on and keep plowing through. And I think that was the same thing I was doing in Nashville. It was constant. I mean, it was constant before COVID hit, but just sitting in my house, it never stopped. I mean, the day I left that company, I literally was taking calls as I was driving on my last day, driving to Iowa even though it was my very last day past five o'clock, <laughs> I was still on business calls trying to shut things down for my team. And that was just, you know, and it was, you just couldn't disconnect. So I agree. I think it's not, it's not great. I think it's added some advantages, but I had, I think it has equal or more disadvantages for some people, especially people who are not super social to begin with and aren't around a lot of people. At least what, even if they're not social at the office, they're around other people. Right. So yeah. Yeah. And it's not that it's not, again, it's not that when I left the company, I was in a great headspace. I probably, probably working from home was a good change for me for a couple of months, but I just, I don't think I'm on my A game. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't think that, uh, I just don't think I do my best work from home. I think, yeah. So I, yeah, I would much rather be in an office. I do miss that. Yeah. I think that's, that's something um, I'm trying to think of what else. I I, so here's the thing I'm interested. I don't, it's not really in line with, Hey, I hope it stays or hope <laughs> it goes, but I know, and I'm sure all the people on the listening have heard that like pet adoption, like shelters were getting cleaned out and pet adoption was like at its height. Right. For, cause people were at home and so they could have pets. And so if things go back to the way that they are, I hope for one thing, A, that that this has created that people understand pets are wonderful companions and actually they're a source of creating a boundary in your life Mm because a lot of people didn't have pets because they're like, well, we're never home or I'm working all the time. And and I hope that it doesn't reverse and people are like, oh, I'm going to give my pet away now because I have to go back in the office. I hope that does not happen, but I hope it also, I hope it. Well, you just dashed to my dreams. Yeah, I, I read I read a I read a story a couple of days ago about how uh pets are making their way to the animal Back shelter to the shelters. Ugh. Because uh people just they don't have the time anymore. They weren't prepared, they didn't have the right expectation. Uh one one example is the the pet was returned, the dog was returned because uh when they uh when they uh adopted it it didn't know how to fetch. It didn't know how to sit. You have to teach it. You have to teach it, it that stuff. Uh, that's the part that drives me. It's like, okay, like, yeah, you don't, it's, the instant gratification does not come with a pet. Like, okay, so my, that, okay, well, we can check that hope off the list, Kilbs. Like, I got to find a new one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, Jack is, I'm still, he's still pooping in the floor and stuff. And I'm trying to get him to go on his puppy pad. Well, he's a puppy. Yeah, but yeah, so what? I, I have no I have no expectations. He's a jerk too. People should follow him on Instagram. I really uh, he's a jerk. I think how could you say he's a jerk? Because everything you post on his Instagram is so cute. I don't see how uh, he's a jerk. His comments though, I mean, so he's at on Instagram at Jack Kilby Dog. And he like he has pet names for all the people in the house. I like how he has pet names for everybody. I could I mean I I I, I find his uh, humor interesting yeah for such a small dog he's very wise yeah middle little is the name for java lee the four-year-old the baby mm-hmm. is itty bitty the older kid is crazy eyes i am the big one 
And he hasn't talked about Kim yet, but I was going to say, I haven't seen a reference to Kim. I don't think. No, but uh, he he calls Kim boss lady. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, he's pretty insightful. I feel like these are pretty fair, you know, I don't know. I think he's cute. I I mean, other, he's he's, photogenic. He's he's, photogenic. He's very photogenic and he's not loved at all. Oh, like you can tell he's just so neglected and nobody cares that he's around. It's, it's almost pitiful. Yeah. There's <laughs> and a, all sarcasm, he, of course. He posted a video of the baby hugging him tonight. <laughs> I think she is actually now his favorite. Oh, of course. They'll grow up together. Yeah. Of course they're going to be each other's buddies. Yeah. What well, else, Kilbs? What other things are you like hoping stay or go? Nothing. That's it. That's Nothing. real. That's really all masks. I had prepared. Masks and social distancing forever. Yeah, not eating in restaurants. Yeah, and not eating in restaurants. You know, I once in a while I want to go to. Now I think what I've gotten is I appreciate a good restaurant even more. Right? Like you took advantage that you could just go to a restaurant anytime. And now it's like if I want to go to a restaurant, I want to go to a really good restaurant and enjoy my time there because I probably took it for granted too much before. Yeah. I like I don't even know that what I would go to if like if if you could flip a switch and covid was over and uh I could go to like a restaurant to enjoy you know a date food. night with Kim with yeah. no kid no can't, we we don't agree on food <laughs> well <laughs> like not when it comes like what it like we both love this restaurant in Mooresville called Dario they have great hot dogs but like a nice restaurant we can't agree yeah we like <laughs> she she yeah kim has it's very not gonna happen. no is she fancy no. she like fancy things nope. <laughs> no she's I happy mean, with she what can't even just agree on a sheet state no i mean yeah we both love sheets but like she's <laughs> she's fine with macaroni and cheese she's going to get the plain chicken wherever she goes <laughs> and like we can't go out for sushi i mean i can go out for sushi she'll yeah. sit, she would sit there and eat nothing um, yeah, we just, we don't really agree on food so much. Well, there you go. Yeah. That, uh, yeah, I think, I mean, some people it's, they just have, they like what they like and they don't need fancy. There ain't nothing wrong with that. Typically, whenever we go to a restaurant these days, I try my best to make her choose, but almost invariably everybody else gets food and she goes home and eats like popcorn. <laughs> Because she's busy dealing with children. But she just doesn't want anything anywhere. Just, yeah. It's, yeah. Just weird. Just not her choice. Not her choice. Hey. Yeah. Different strokes. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> All right, man. Well, we'll do this again. Look at, look at us twice in three weeks. This is, we're getting off to a better start than we did in 2020. Yeah. We should like, uh, God, time does, is not on our side when it comes to things. Like we should do one of those book reviews that we did before, but no, we don't. Who has time to read anymore? Well, but well, we did Audible a lot, and I've got this big ambitious goal of trying to read a bunch of books this year. But Audible was, and I mean, I have a commute now, so the ability to do Audible is yeah, a true. little bit easier. So I could read, I could download Audible, and we can do a book. Um, there was something else I was thinking that we did. Well, so we did, <laughs> <laughs> we did, I was thinking about when we did the rapid fire questions. Oh, yeah. And doing a mix of something about a different topic. So we'll come up. We'll get our creative juices flowing again. And I do recall, I think it was last year when we were saying, oh, it's a new it's a new uh, decade or whatever the heck we were saying. And then you're like, no, technically it's not. So now it, it is. Now, yeah. <laughs> technically, we're in a, in a new decade. So we got up our game, buddy. Hey, but I always, know, that stuck in when- my brain. Like we we've always had sort of like a business spin on a lot of the stuff that we talk about. Yeah, you know I have the worst idea. It's the worst okay. idea, and I don't even know that. But maybe we can make it great. I mean, let's just say it. So, uh, so you hired me years ago. So you interviewed I did. me. I did. We should do like a professional interview, like each of us interview the other. Okay. And basically put each other on the spot. But like, oh, I think it would be useful because you know a lot of people just don't interview well, or they've never heard an interview. They don't hey, know what good to expect. Point. And I'm always telling, I'm always trying to tell people, you know, sort of what to expect from an interview. A friend of mine just didn't, just uh, recently didn't get a job mm-hmm. on, uh, that he interviewed for. And they told him, like, you didn't do anything wrong, you know, but we went with somebody else. 
So yeah. I went over like the three or four different scenarios that I thought could, you know, be the case. One, he really did yep. a great job and yep. uh, they had to hire somebody else. Or it was a cultural fit, like yeah. even though he's not, yes, you know, that, just that, and that was the, that was the big one. There's a cultural yep. fit, you know, just being the best interview isn't always the, you know, yep. the, the most goal qualified you even. Fit. Yep. You if you fit don't fit the, the team. Yeah. Another scenario, they just lied. <laughs> they just yeah, yeah they, and, they were just like i didn't know how to let you down truthfully if, if that's the case you don't want to be there anyway so Correct. uh i you know i i think it would be fun to uh to do that i've always loved so, block interviews and things. we could do that next time because i have literally been interviewing and had just placed two new employees well three new employees it's one of the interviews is pretty informal so well two what one was definitely informal. The other one was semi-formal and the other two, but then selecting the, the new guy, um, it were very formal. So I'm, I've got the interview brain going on. So I say, let's do cool. it. And when I, when I interview you, just remember it's non-binding. I don't have any jobs right now. And I'm not going to, and I'm, I'm, if I fail and you don't hire me, I shouldn't cry. Yeah. So okay. yeah, I don't think you're going to fail. <laughs> you know, I've never, I've never, I, I we've been in interview. I think we've been in interviews together when we interviewed somebody else, but have no oh, idea yeah. how well you interview. I figure you're probably an excellent, you know, uh, candidate. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to think of all the jobs I've interviewed for. There's only been, uh, um, there's probably only been twice that I haven't twice, maybe three times. But there's probably only been less than a handful that I haven't been fortunate enough to land the job. But oh, I'm way, 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 way over. Like seventy five percent didn't get the job. <laughs> I well, I try to just stay in my lane, so it's <laughs> probably part of it. <laughs> I undershoot my capability, and that's part of it too. I'm an acquired taste. I, you know, and I think that's the part of the interviewer too, right? Like I think the, as the hiring manager, you have to be aware of your own bias and what the actual oh, yeah. need is and be able to do the right thing. So. Cool. Yeah, okay. We'll I, do that next time. Out. Um, sweet. So since you've been doing a lot of interviews, mm -hmm. um, let me interview you. Okay. Just switch yep. roles. Then later on, you can interview me on another episode. That sounds good. Yep. You just put me on the spot and make me all awkward. It'll I'll be great. I'll, I'll, pull, I'll do a five-question interview. It'll be situational. Okay. Sounds great. Great. Let's I, do it. Okay. I, I, I won't prep at all. I'll just take it off the cuff. Yeah, and we'll well, see you don't know. I don't, I, do. I, haven't, I don't have a job posting for you. Improv, too. I don't even know what job I'm hiring, getting hired for interviewing for. This is awesome. I'm all for it. Okay. This will be great. Okay. okay. We'll do that. <laughs> Okay. Sounds good. Cool. Ha have a great week. You too. See you then. Bye. You've been listening to How Was Your Weekend with Winnie and Brian. Look for updates at facebook.com slash weekend podcast or go to briankilby.com.